I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Bubble, which was uh, actually, believe it or not, uh, it was actually a recommendation. And I didn't realize it until about maybe 10 minutes beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by by our Chilean friend too, nonetheless. Uh, but before yeah. that, we were talking about life events, life happenings, uh, everything that's going on, changes going on with the the podcast. Uh, as some of you have may have heard on some of your feeds, you may have noticed uh ad playing before the podcast. Now, uh, this is an effort for us to be able to try and and grow and and do more with the show, and so just doesn't cost you anything to listen to it you, at all so if you listen to it great not that's all right uh, but if you want the ad free version of the podcast patreon.com slash featured anime podcast a dollar a month will get you that uh, uh ad free version and we do have two separate uh versions we have the one where it's the core show with the extended uh pre and post show and we also have one if you're just interested in the core show we have a tier for you as well Starting at a dollar a month, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. Now, on to the meat and potatoes. Bubble, which was a uh, movie, and it came out actually just this year as, as of this yeah, recording. Fairly recently. Yeah, it came out in uh, April 2022. The, drama, uh, the genres for it are drama, romance, sci-fi. Uh, I would probably sprinkle in a little bit of adventure as well. Uh, just Confusion. Uh, just uh just because and it's an original and a ran for an hour and 40 minutes yeah honestly i didn't really feel the the hour and 40 minutes you know yeah yeah it felt a little bit uh a little shorter than that so that's a good thing i didn't feel like i wasted an hour uh, and 40 minutes of my life right yeah. yeah no no this was one of the better ones and and one of the interesting thing is uh for this show for this movie uh what a lot of people end up doing is they are doing parkour, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, to par- parkour, uh, to, to trade resources or everything else that's, that's kind of going on. And the, what had happened was there was this bubble or these bubbles just like started appearing around the, around the whole world. Right. Yep. And, and these bubbles didn't really do anything. They they were kind of mysterious and, and unique at the exact same time. And no one really knew anything about them until they all started basically concentrating on okay. Tokyo, which there was a giant bubble. And inside that bubble, mm-hmm. there was this cataclysmic event that happened. So basically, there was an explosion with a bubble. A bubble blew up. Okay. And... Gravity distortion started appearing everywhere and it flooded. And so everyone basically left except for pe- some people decided to stay there and that's where they wanted to stay. And inside this giant bubble, you have 
basically objects and land masses and everything that are just kind of floating. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Avatar, um, but like not just the floating structures. And I was like, yeah, yeah, bubbles do that. Perfect sense. Bubbles are the reason for the season. Um, yeah, but they and it's just they never like really discussed explained it. Yeah, th- like you're you're just kind of like bubbles are the whole reason for everything. It's like that's mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, why is that metal over there floating? Bubbles. Oh, okay. Well, what about the the flood that that happened and destroyed basically Tokyo? Bubbles. Popped bubbles. Okay. I mean, like, Popped what what happens if you touch this red looking black hole vortex over there? You die. I'm like, you turn into bubbles. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, like basically you're not wrong. Uh. So essentially, the, the the story turns from a kid. That, so hmm, it it revolves so many around running through my head. Right, it, it revolves mainly around two people, Uta mm-hmm. and Hibiki, who are and Hibiki has a problem with hearing. Yeah, he's uh got auto. He's got an auditory auto sensory issue where he is hypersensitive yeah. to a lot of sound. Which, like, I'm glad they explained why he always wore headphones. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like, why, why, why is he always wearing headphones? Why, why is it headphones and not something else? You know. So there's a but. So there there's a procedure that will give hearing or sound back to deaf people. A buddy of mine went through that. Um, yeah, but this, he's and, not, it's not that he's no, deaf. No, I agree. And, and he's this, not deaf. He can hear too well. Right. He is too sensitive. He's hypersensitive yes. to, to well, the sound. He, here's my, here's my point of view, or here's, here's what I'm getting to. Um, my buddy who has to wear an earpiece to, to hear, um, turns it off a lot of the time. And when I, uh, you know, it was a quieter room. I asked him why he goes, I can't, I can't turn it off. I, I can't stop hearing everything like unless he's like he'll for instance my computer currently has a fan blowing he'll hear that he can't like tune that out he he can't stop hearing certain sounds and that's what this character's problem seems to be it's it's just too much that's that's not answering my question though man that's that's really not like what was your question my question is why is he using headphones You're, you're describing the reason why someone turns off their hearing aids and i understand why they they're turning off their hearing aids i have a friend that's that's part of hearing as well you know and he he has he has he has to occasionally turn off his hearing aids so that way he could just like tune stuff out and Mm -hmm. he has been told several times it's like you can't do that you have to just let it do that so Mm -hmm. that way your mind can learn and program itself to be able to automatically block those noises out that's not what's going on here he is hypersensitive to the sound mm-hmm. that is happening. And it's not that he he's hears trying- it all at once. Yeah. Well, it's not that he hears it all at once. He hears everything. And I'm assuming it's amplified too. Oh yeah. The way that I, it was kind of brought to my attention is when he did a flashback to where he was in the middle of uh, public transit, essentially holding his head because the sound hurt him. He couldn't differentiate, couldn't stop hearing it all, you know? Right, and, and it, it could I also figured, be that he everything was too loud because he his was, hearing might be too good. Yeah, his hearing might be too good. He his hearing could be too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Right, 
and, and, and it's not that, that I went through and, and did a lot of research on it. Cause I have not, I, mm. I don't know enough about the subject or him as, or, or anything having to do revolve around him or a specific, uh, use case, anything mm. like that. But again, my question is, is why was he using headphones? Cause when we flashed back, he wasn't using headphones. He was using, using noise canceling earmuffs. Okay. Why headphones, which are less effective. Like I know he's not That's walking around bumping okay. music. He's not going around yeah, bumping no, music. Not so not that at all. Okay. That that's my my question is that why why headphones why not noise canceling uh uh ear earmuffs you know well see I thought I didn't realize they were headphones I thought they were noise canceling earmuffs I thought because there's no sound coming out of them they're not plugged into anything there's no cable well, attached to that doesn't a mean anything they could sorts. be Bluetooth I know however I don't really see Bluetooth being there that that well so to speak what do you mean. Um, like, hey, I mean, the only people that are using any kind of technology are the morticians or the, the, the undertakers. What do you mean that they're the only ones that are using technology? Like literally everything that they're the doing has people, technology. They're using, they're on a boat. They're using ships. Mm-hmm. They're using, uh, computers. They're using all kinds of stuff. They're using technology to be able to cook and things like that. They could totally have the technology to be able to do that. It, it is not that far fetched. This is not like it's a far, far removed situation. They're, they're in Tokyo and they are getting resources and everything like that for it. Okay. So I'll have to retract that. Then you're not wrong in my experience headphones. So I've, I've seen one other, um, I've seen one other anime where the character had super hearing or really strong hearing. And he had used headphones, very similar to the ones that we see in here. Yeah. And essentially what happens is they use that as a crux. And when he would remove the headphones, he'd hear, he'd, he'd have super hearing. And basically he could hear the sounds of the machine and the sounds of a clock and what's wrong. So I was going to say he could hear the bubbles, the, the song that they're singing, so that he can differentiate which bubbles are good to stand on, where they're going to go. And, and even still, standing on bubbles, jumping off bubbles... What kind of bubbles are these things made out of? I mean, it's not that they're just jumping on uh, on them. They're they're you know jumping on and off and using them and bouncing around and using them for all kinds of stuff and ricocheting their their hopes and dreams off of these bubbles and everything. You know, it, it, it's you know they're magical bubbles, man. I mean, like in case you forgot, in case you forgot, sir, we have our main female protagonist, Uta, who was. Uh, made of bubbles was a bubble made of bubbles yeah by the bubble empire to be bubble bubbly i mean like it's it's not just that it's it's just like she's magical you know yeah and no i mean it, it so i'm gonna maybe they're trying to throw a story out there i don't know maybe they're trying to throw some kind of similarity some nostalgia some some odd version of the little mermaid you know yeah and and they made a few references to the little mermaid. So it's kind of interesting that they chose that route, went that route because I I'm finding that to be a common theme over the last few movies that we've seen where they're either telling a story or referencing a story of the little mermaid. Can you give me a different example? Josie, the tiger and the fish. Okay. Okay. I can see. I, yeah, I guess I can see that. I don't know. I saw this and I, I, 
I, I drew some similarities. I saw a few things going down, but it didn't really make too much sense to me. You know, I didn't really see the similarities and, oh, you're the prince. Um, what? First words out your mouth. You're the prince. And <laughs> can you explain to me why? Can you explain to me why she was the only one when only when she touched, when Uda touched our main protagonist, did she turn into bubbles? Every other time that she was touched by anybody, perfectly fine. Case in point, she was snuggling with the lady. I thought for sure, for sure, that he didn't make it off that platform, that he was living in a death scene. Like his mind was creating a life for him that was ideal, where he was the main protagonist and he was dead. Okay. That's what I thought. I mean, it worked. I don't know. I, I don't get, like, I understand that they were trying to draw similarities and turn this into kind of like a, uh, Little Mermaid esque style story where you dealt with the prince and the princess, and and they were there together, just kind of learning and and going about life, and like they kind of played on that a little bit too. So like the mermaid really didn't really couldn't speak, like in the mermaid, the prince was kind of like whatever, like how how he was at least in. The little Mer- Disney version of the Little Mermaid. The only difference is that you didn't have uh uh I can't remember her name. The octopus. Ariel. Lady. No, the octopus. Oh, lady. Ursula. Ursula. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. The sister might have been Ursula. Yeah, I guess, but the sister didn't make like the deal and and everything else. Like the mm. sister didn't really show up till the end, where it just looked like a giant bubble sphincter. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It gave me um. Decepticon vibes, right? For sure. Well, I mean the the show as well. You're you're kind of like led to believe and kind of lightly informed that they're from outer space, that they're not native. Obviously, they're not native to Earth. That they're they're some kind of special. You don't know. I mean, like, well, well, they showed they showed several shots going to coming from space, going to Earth, landing on Earth. I mean, like, and then you're her. She was she was a bubble, Mm -hmm. and her eyes were very uh, mystical. I remember that windows to the soul, so to speak. Right. Her eye color changed it depending on who she was looking at. I thought it was kind of interesting to put a keep in there. Sometimes it was like a starry night, but when she's looking at him, it turns into this like empty galaxy. Right. Well, I think the only time that they actually ever did that was when they really focused in on him. Otherwise, it was just kind of like a reflection of the the area, you know. I guess. Now, I do have a real weird question. Why was everyone not? Why was everyone? Why was our main protagonist trying to climb that tower in the middle? You know, uh, he was trying to climb the tower in the middle because he saw someone standing. In the observation tower, and he was trying to reach up to it. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to think back, and I thought it was, I don't know if there was anybody in that observation tower, you know? There wasn't. There there wasn't. When like when when he did finally get up there, there wasn't anyone in there, and and you saw what was in there. Yeah, but I thought it was kind of like... The the frozen in time type thing just kind of ended when he finally reached and touched himself. Well, that just sounded weird. Uh, when he <laughs> raising, raising, uh, when he decided to 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 touch his touch touch a memory fragment that was frozen mm. in time. Now, do you think it was 
a memory he was supposed to have or a memory that just popped in because? Uh, I think it was a memory that was frozen right there just because, because that was honestly the, the first time that they had met. Mm, I guess. But what, what do you think makes separates her from the rest of the bubbles? She's a princess. Uh, uh, I'm lost. I mean, like, am I wrong? I mean, that's basically what they were saying, saying that she was a princess. They kept insinuating that she was the mermaid of the group. Am, am I wrong in that assumption? No, I mean, you're right, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Can you make a counter argument to that? What, to her being a princess? Yeah. No. Like, that's why I, I said I see it. no royalty. I mean, I see I no royalty. See, yeah, but the, if, if they're going with a little mermaid parallel in between the two of them, it's possible that the little mermaid scenario and, just fit and she went with it. And, and not only that, she uh she was the only one that basically became a human. She was the only special bubble that became a human and hung out with uh Uta. But do you think it was intentional? Yes. Hmm. I mean, obviously it was intentional. She heard him sing no. or or well, he that, heard her sing. I mean. She was singing. She was happy that someone heard her singing. She was the only one that was singing. And on top of that, when she is uh, what? When? When is? What is? What is the word? I'm integrated. Dead. No, when she's uh, No, when she's she's out there making, basically making the bubbles, like in all kinds of shapes and sizes. But she had you also know? animals there. Now that that I guess qualifies as all shapes and sizes. When this was going on, I assumed that she was sending information back. Like it was a reconnaissance mission, so to speak. And anything, oh, so, everything so she's she was learning. There. She's, no, I mean, like, not only that, she also saved him, too. He was important for some reason, and for some reason, because, he kept destroying her. Not well, on purpose. Not Well, it's not... It's like not, a reverse rogue. So, when she first saved him, it was when mm-hmm. that explosion happened, and I'm assuming it's because the two of them interacted and had a very touching and connecting moment. So, essentially, she tied herself to his lifespan. Yeah. Like, she said, "Hey, I I see you over there. I can tell you're you're listening to me. So allow me to get close to you, and then what will happen is a total catastrophe. And that's okay because I love you. And you you heard oh, no. me sing. What what really happened was she is indeed a princess, hundred percent princess, right? Right? Royalty, right? And she took an interest in a common alien." Meaning she's the alien, obviously, but to uh, to to them, we would be the aliens. So, right. took an well, interest. What she did was she took an interest pissed. into a commoner, sir. She yes. took an interest in a pleb, and she said, "Hey, hey, hey! I know you. You are a you are a you are a good-looking man. You are mine." Mm-hmm. And that's how they roll. Seems a bit uh, forceful. Let's call it. <laughs> I mean. Like the bubbles, there's bubbles that literally are destructive beyond measure in reasoning. So it's like miniature <laughs> black holes. So I, 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 forceful is the least of my, my problems or at least of their problems. So yeah. Speaking you know. of what was that red vortex and why was it always changing? Because it's a black hole. It's there to suck well, in the life uh, of everything around it. I mean, 
honestly, if it's there and it's bringing in the life and, and sucking everything in, you have multiple versions of them all over the place in the water. Why the hell is the water still there and not going down? Gravity. That, exactly. That's still, that's my, my question still stands. They got magic. Just like Thor said, once you go up high enough, eventually magic and science look the same. Okay. I'll take, you know what? I'll just, you could have just said plot magic. I mean, mm-hmm. that would have been a better answer. I mean, like, it's not like we're getting ready to, to go and go, go out there and start parkour and everything. You know, we're not, we're not <laughs> gangsters. Hard broke. Hard broke. <laughs> I mean, my first flip, I'd break an ankle. Dude, I wouldn't, at least you'd get a flip. I would just be face planning on the ground. <laughs> and they're, they're sitting there parkouring, doing these massive, miraculous flips and feats and everything like that. And I just, I'm just like, you know, I wish I could do that. I wish, I wish I could do that. I know I can't. I have no delusions of being able to do that. Oh, you can do it. I can die doing it. Exactly. Uh, there's a song that says, I'm not good as I once was. But I'm good once as I ever was. You might need about five and a half days of recovery, but God bless it, you're gonna get it. I, uh, I mean, if 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 we're jumping where they were, I don't I don't think five days of recovery is gonna exactly uh, do me justice, man. Oh, what do you mean, landing from like a thirty-five foot drop onto your knees and just running it off is not normal to you? I mean, they are on a weird weird island. Or weird gravitational thing. So maybe a thirty-five foot drop is more like a you know a four foot drop for us. No, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with magic. I mean, I mean like speaking of magic, speaking how of did magic, that chick with the hand talk what? normally what? from the Undertakers. What do you mean? How did she walk normally? She walked normally. Talk, talk. Well, I'm assuming that it really wasn't her speaking. Or the person speaking, I'm, I'm assuming that it was someone else remotely speaking to them. That makes some sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I mean, because they're always wearing masks. They have an automat- automated thing. You never hear them actually talk. And the they're actually all guys. And the voice was a woman. So it's that or they're just using an automate, like something that gives automatic reply, like an AI. But still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, that's that's the best argument I have. I don't trust that it's that that's it. I don't trust that that's all it's going to be. But still, there's more. So, I mean, why not? Now, so, just minor twist. What would have happened if a human went into that black hole thing? Those two touching black holes? Isekai somewhere, possibly? I'm hoping. Wormholed into a new area that you're stuck at for all eternity? I mean, like, it could be that th- that they just create another giant bubble sphincter. Or, or, I was gonna say, or they just go to a bubble world where everything's bubble and they're the anomaly. I mean, I think that could work. I mean, I got, I got no problem with them being in the bubble world. Just imagine, sir. Imagine, if you will, a wonderful world where hammers and birds and fish and cups, cars and buildings and and cats, all no dogs. bubbles. Well, I mean, like we didn't see dogs here; we just saw cats. So I'm only going to assume cats. I'm assuming okay. they're, they're, they're prejudiced against dogs, which is all right. I mean, like, whatever. That's cool. Well, th- the thing I never understood is you could go in and out of that whole bubble. And the reason I think that is the Undertakers were like, we're going to record this whole thing so we can make more money. And our benefactor gave us these awesome boots. In well, my mind. They they never say you can't. In fact, they said a lot of people just bust in there 
live there and are actually from the original world outside the bubbles. And like you have like homeboy, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Shin who lost his leg. I mean, I don't know about you. I don't think you have standard, uh, the medical, uh, advances inside the bubbled area where it is completely defunct and devoid of medical technology. I mean, like you're in there just on a floating Island, so to speak Mm -hmm. buildings on boats, everything like that, where everything is a, where all parkour fights are for resources, basic necessities and needs. I don't think he's going to get a brand new leg. Where are they getting their basic necessities to begin with? They're not infinite. For sure, they're not infinite. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Hmm. And this, I already this know about thing, the bees. They stung the crap out of me yesterday. And this little thing called going outside the bubble, grabbing the majority of what they need, and bringing it back in. I mean, that does seem a bit hypocritical, though. How it can't? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. We're we're talking about an anime where there's literally floating land masses. Floating trains, floating buildings, floating everything, giant red sphincter bubbles. All right. You got like all kinds of stuff happening. Like why, 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 why wouldn't you? Because. Because why? Because of plot armor. No, sir. If you're, if you're going to do it, do it right. It's not because of plot armor. Plot bubbles. Thank you. Exactly. Because <laughs> of plot, plot bubbles and low gravity and the undying love of a bubble princess a a bubble woman who's a mermaid apparently now it was kind of sad though because they went (laughs) they went the powder route where our mermaid decided that it was time to go and when she passed on she turned into a form of raw energy well she think they they went the route that everyone else goes for Right when it comes to the Little Mermaid, yeah. she went back to where she was, which was bubbles, sea foam. She was sea foam. She turned she into sea foam, and she turned into sea foam. That's a hell of a thing. And then she goes, "I'm happy to. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, or something like that." But she, I mean, like, like she was happy don't be, to. Don't be sad that this is here. I, I, I have no regrets. Good for you. What about him? You just destroyed his adolescence. I, I mean, she was just happy that she got to be with him and experience the life that she never thought she would. You know, she got to spend a very, very nice, wonderful, meaningful time with, with her man. Like, what's not to like about that? I'll tell you this, man, the music in this anime, the music and the artwork in this is honestly eight. It's been a lot of time. It. It's spent a lot of time and a lot of money. They, they put the effort in and it was, it, it showed it certainly showed like there was, there was no denying that it was, it was, there was no denying that they, they put the time, the effort and energy into it. And it made the, the whole experience honestly enjoyable. Really? Yes. You, that, that's why it was enjoyable to you. I mean, like it could have been total sh- train wreck. <laughs> I mean, like you could have just like, it could have been, Hey, you know what? It could have been you or me in the background singing, and I'll tell you this right now: if it was us singing, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it would have been a little bit on the bad side of things. A little bit, bro. It it would have been beyond train wreck. All right, it would have been cataclysmic event on a global scale, or a bestseller. 
You don't know. I mean, being that I listen to us all the time, I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. know. I, I know. <laughs> all right. It's would have been worse if we were there. Like we would have thought we would have been there helping out, and instead, what we are is we're you know we're the kid at the very beginning that's hanging on for dear life because he screwed up and thought he could do something he obviously can't do. Yeah, and then plot comes and saves our ass for no reason. Hang on, like hmm? hang on, huh? not for no reason, not for no reason because we deserve it exactly. <laughs> you know the really sad part is. Watching this show, a bunch of other shows popped into my head. Family Guys, Spider-Man, everyone gets one. Everyone gets one save. <laughs> I mean, and that's I was thinking, not true, like, though. That's not true. Well, in this one, everyone gets saved multiple times. They're throwing a bunch of different references in there, like, everyone gets one. No, I mean, like, everyone gets saved multiple dozens, hundreds of times in this show, man. I mean, like, you can't, you can't deny that. You mm-hmm. can't deny the fact that uh everyone has been getting saved left and right mainly by uta yeah i mean like they built up homeboy to be like this miraculous magnificent uh parkour dude who can like walk on water basically and is awe-inspiring and it turns out he's uh he's no such thing he's just, at all he's he's just uh he's just uh some some kid who uh, needs the help of others? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a good, a I mean, good it's a solid uh, story. It's a solid foundation. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a good moral lesson that you can't do it on your own, no matter how talented or heaven defying your abilities are. They gotta come from somewhere, you know. No. What you mean, no? I refuse. I'm just that magnificent. Yeah, yeah. You're not the magnificent Karabuki. You mean the magnificent Karabuki? Yes. I yeah. mean, like, if I you're going to say it, at least get it right. <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. Only because there's I... only one. <laughs> there only needs to be one. Yeah. No, it's just that this one. It was great, man. This one was a good show. I enjoyed it. It was one of the ones that I kind of want. I kind of want to see more of it. But at the same time, I think that, that the ending they gave it wasn't bad. You've seen. Uh, you, <sighs> So there's an older movie called Powder, where the main protagonist dies and, and essentially spreads himself across the entire world, and everyone gets a piece of his either peace, knowledge, uh, not really ability, because he didn't have any ability except attracting lightning. <clears throat> and here, it was kind of the same, where she was spread out and everyone got a little bit of a, a little piece of her, but they recognized it was her. It's kind of weird. I mean... So, I guess. Yeah. I guess. You can, you can keep guessing. I'm not gonna guess, I'm but. not gonna try and argue against that man. I mean like it's, it's if you wanna have have the weird <laughs> be hers being spread out amongst everyone, that's up to you, man. It's the only thing I can think of to keep myself sane. All right. Well, I I, I, I don't have too much more to say, man. How about you? Yeah, unfortunately I don't either. Other than you should totally watch it if you haven't. All right. So on a scale of up ten, sir, how would you rate that? Seven and a half. Eight. We don't do halves. I'm going to go with eight. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and right. you? You know, that's a tough question, man. I want to rate it higher mm-hmm. than what I actually am going to. No problem. I can adjust it for you. But I can't rate it higher because, uh, because you know, like, it's got like, some plot flaws. 
in it. Yeah, just That's a few. Just, just, just kind of holding me back. It was great. I love the artwork. The music was wonderful. And story was just there. It was a nice little love story. Uh, the, I mean, the ending was kind of unique for the ending credits. It made it feel like she mm-hmm. came back to life and that's this or that or however you choose to interpret it so we're just gonna i'm gonna go with, i'm gonna go with a seven hey far closer to my number than i thought you were going to be to be honest i will go with. I thought you were gonna bust out like a five or a four because the ending was confusing i mean i was i was gonna go with like a five or a six mm-hmm. but because it did bring me some joy i did enjoy it it was entertaining i went with the, i went with the seven I, I talked myself up to a seven. Okay. All right. I talked myself up to an eight. So I, I mean, right. well, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, next week's choice. Yes. It's going to be Promare. 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 On air. Something. Nice. Something. Something. Air. On air with Nick Cage. I'll take it. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> What you're saying sounds like Con Air, and I was like, "Ooh, Con Air for with Nicholas no, Cage pro, sounds good." Pro Mare, P R O M A R. What do you think it's about? Well, I I think it's about an anime that is <laughs> that uh, very uh, that is very very watchable. Is it a that, movie? Uh, that I know, if I remember correctly, I think Jeb is in our Discord has actually talked about it a couple of times. Okay, cool. That's all the time that we have for today. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, just did it too much justice, not enough justice, just confusing as all hell, like the show, like the movie was, or anything else that was in between, <laughs> uh, feel free to reach out to us, featured anime podcast at gmail.com, at those anime guys on Twitter, featured anime podcast on Facebook. If you want an ad free version of this podcast, uh, we do have uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, dollar a month will get you access to the ad free version or access to our bonus content. And it looks like we're going to be revisiting overlord season one for nice. this week's choice. So it's a nice, nice, a nice change from the, from the running past you that we've seen, which I, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. trying to make me think that our patrons uh, like torturing me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I can, I, you know what? The only reason why they changed it is because I said, I can understand you doing this to Rick, but not me. And I said, you're right. We shouldn't torture you, Jack. Yeah. So uh, Jack deserves a break. Jack deserves a break. Not Rick. Rick, you still have to watch the other one. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I had a dream Um, that you and I went on the podcast and we started talking about different anime. The problem is you knew what we were supposed to watch and i didn't so i came up with something well, you that never was close know what to we're it. supposed to watch but we'll get into that we'll, 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 we'll get into yeah, that yeah. afterwards we'll get into <laughs> that afterwards well that's all the time that we have for today uh thanks for joining us uh promares next week's and until next time i'm jack i'm rick and we'll see you next time ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.